I'm not sure why, but uh, for many years, the final words of my day as my head rests on my pillow are these. Spirit, come. And uh, thank you for coming and listening to Turning the Page yet again for another week. It's so good to have you here. But when I'm going to bed at night, um, in my life, my mind often pendulum swings <laughs> between places of depression and its twin ugly sister called anxiety. And entering the day by going to sleep, which is um, another story, I think the little child within me wants to be held warmly and affectionately by love. So I, I murmur the words, Spirit, come. And I pray for Spirit, the Holy, to float and kind of feather around my small human self. It's, it's a gentleness and peace, peacefulness that I need to rest in and find security. It's, it's kind of like a place of feathers, downy feathers, you know, all soft and warm, fluffy. It's, if you're looking at the anatomy of the bird, um, there's the pinion feathers, the ones used for flight, strong and folding. Then there are the downy feathers that are sort of tucked in underneath that keep the bird all warm and soft and fluffy. <laughs> and I kind of like sleep within those feathers. Then I, I peek out from under those feathers as I face the day and all it brings. And if you come and have a look on the website, there's a picture of some little ducklings poking out from underneath their mother's <laughs> feathers. But do you live in a place of feathers? Um, how do you describe God? Well, the Bible describes God as being like a place of feathers. And uh, here's some Psalms. How precious is your steadfast love, O God, the child of mankind, take refuge in the shadow of your wings. And I've got like four verses from Psalms there. Um, Matthew and Luke record Jesus expressing his protecting and nurturing love to us like a mother hen and his frustration at the independent streak we all have to try and go it alone. Both Matthew and Luke record him saying, Ah, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. Just hear that. You're not willing to be gathered under. Oh, man. Then there is that love-filled um, Boaz expressing his welcome to Ruth. A Moabite and her desire to live under the shadow of Yahweh's wings. The Lord repay you for what you have done, and a full reward be given you by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Isn't that a beautiful picture? There are three things I believe our soul needs to hear, and three things basically I say to everyone that I sort of talk to if they want to have a conversation with me. I'm held, I'm loved, and I'm known. Three messages for our soul to secure itself in. And looking at the feathers of a bird, we can see beauty and strength. The pinions are strong but light, enabling the bird to fly, but they can also be tucked in to surround the body. Then there are those fluffy little inner feathers that provide warmth and insulation to the bird's body. 
downy and soft and fluffy compared to the strong flying and protecting wings. I'm invited to snuggle in between the two, held, loved and known. Held? Yes, I'm held close, protected from the harsh world outside. I can push my way out whenever I want, but I always know where home is. I know where I'm held. Known? Inside and out, I'm known. My uniqueness is cherished. There is no rejection or abandonment. Loved? Love for all that I am and all that I am not. No ambivalence to my presence. Instead, delight in the eyes of the other to see you. A spark to see who you will become. A desire to never let go of your presence. Can you provide a place of feathers for someone else? There is a time and a place for being the one who can demonstrate these God qualities of being known, held and loved to someone else. I've been reading Soul Therapy by Thomas More. And I read these words last night before going to sleep in a feathery place. <laughs> my main rule is to love my client's soul. That is not romantic love because it's not so personal. You see the seeds of what this person could be. You glimpse the tragic events she or he had to go through and you feel with her. You sense the promise and the possibilities. Your love of her soul is so intense, the very fulfillment of your vocation, that other kinds of love, romance, sexuality, personal intimacy, do not get in the way. The love of soul is too big and powerful. Thomas More. And that's the place I want to know myself and offer to others. Hey, here's some quotes for you to think about. Uh, learn to get in touch with silence within yourself. And know that everything in this life has, has a purpose. There are no mistakes, no coincidences, no all events are blessings given to us to learn from. There is no need to go to India or anywhere else to find peace. You will find that deep place of silence right in your room, your garden or even your bathtub. This is Kubler-Ross. The greatest favourites of destiny make mistakes. Our joys are composed of shadows. The supreme smile is God's alone. Victor Hugo. The opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. Eli Wilson. Where there is great love, there is always miracles. Wyla Gatha. Some questions. What would happen in you if you were to know the fullness of being held, known and loved? Who? How does God, seeing God as a place of feathers, inspire further trust three jesus said how often would i have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you are not willing what does this say to you about god's allowance of free will mm. hey love to hear from you perhaps you may want to send me uh, an email barry at turning the page.co.nz or just leave a comment um, with this podcast. Always thankful to hear of people. And um, thank you to those people who give a little bit of a donation each month to help keep on the turning of the page. <laughs> okay, thanks. And until next time, snuggle into those feathers. Bye.